0: Good afternoon, Buckettles. My name is Jerry Galindo, and I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Gerson. And today we are interviewing some awesome staff from the lectures, uh, from the Writing and Language and Studies Department. Uh, Here we have uh, a few um, awesome, just great professors that I definitely had when I was a freshman and I highly consider you maybe look at their name and register for their courses if you're interested in uh, anything in the writing and language and studies department, but I'll, I'll go ahead and have them each interview, uh, introduce themselves and um, hopefully we can start talking more about Nova Red.
1: Hi, I'm Cindy Lopez Guerrero. I uh, do teach in the writing program English 1301 and 1302 and sometimes I teach creative writing courses.
2: Hi, I'm Tomas Guerrero. I also teach English 1301 and 1302, and every once in a while, a 3342 technical communication course.
3: Hi, my name is Marcella Hebron, and I teach 1301, 1302, mostly 1302s, um, and um, a and, um, uh, linguistic course, 3370, language and culture.
4: I'm Charles McGregor. I also teach a variety of 1301 and 1302s and also creative writing courses every once in a while.
0: So I I believe Novaret is right around the corner. Um, What can you all tell us about um, what it is and how it was founded and kind of, um, I guess, what the main goal of it is?
2: I, I think it'd be best to start where where it started, where um, I believe, Marcella, you approached us with an opportunity to go to San Antonio to have uh, uh, a kind of training, professional training in in developing these types of of, of programs, right, Marcella? Do you want to you want to walk us through how that that came upon your your
3: your desk? Sure. Um, you know, Bob, I'm part of the research committee. Uh, with Charles. So we were in that committee and uh, we were looking for opportunities to enrich and add um, more research in our university, more research experiences, especially in our writing courses. And so we came across this um, training, it's a three day training uh, back in 2019. Um, in a national organization the Undergraduate Research Council. And so I shared with Charles. So we, we were like, yeah, that, um, so he said, yeah, uh, Thomas and Cindy might be interested as well. So I said, let's do it because we need a group and, uh, and we need to get trained in these things. And so uh, that's how we started. So, you know, and then we formed uh, the team of four and we have been working uh, together since then. So it's been, it's been really
1: cool. Eventually we also received a grant too. So uh, we were able to procure some funds and then we started thinking, well, you know, we have this gap in our, in our pedagogy where we want our students to share their work in a larger platform, rather than um, just in the classroom, which isn't bad, but um, the fact that we would have this larger platform for them to share their voices would probably help them see their impact of their work in a larger setting. And um, we've done kind of things like that before, and it's it's really been very effective for them. And so we decided we want to kind of fill that gap using the grant that we uh, received and create uh, this event and it's called Nova Red. So yes, it is coming up. It's the very first iteration of it. It is going to be virtual. We did plan for it live originally, but then I don't know if everyone's aware, but there was a global pandemic. And so we had to change all of our plans and uh, make it virtual this first time around. And eventually we'll go back to being a live thing that happens in the quad at, on the UTRGB grounds in Brownsville and Edinburgh. But right now it is is virtual. We're really really excited about it. And um, Oh, oh, sorry.
5: No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going? I'm so confused. Okay, I was gonna ask. um, So, uh, what is it all about? What are what's gonna happen there?
1: It'll be really cool. And that's to know. It's, it's gonna be
2: cool, and only cool people are gonna attend, Gerson. Yeah. So, if you need more information than that, then you're probably asking that's the wrong it. questions.
5: Yeah.
2: No, um, if you need to ask questions, then yeah.
5: just don't bother.
2: Exactly. No, uh, no, actually, it's open to everybody. Um, so, so like Cindy mentioned, we. We're the kind of teachers who, when we look at our, when we when we work with our students, and and we we like to phrase it that way, uh, because when we teach, we we know pedagogically, and, and we have the training that says, if we treat our students like they are receptacles of knowledge, it, it doesn't work, right? Uh, especially with things like writing, with with, with writing, uh, and and developing rhetoric, you need. To, Practice, right? Like you, you need exposure to different activities that kind of showcase the, the amount of impact your writing can have, right? Because we have a lot of students who don't believe that they are writers when they start our class. And then by the end of it, they, they've gone through so much that they're like, oh, I actually do have these skills, right? So, so when we treat them as, as, as partners in developing these, these conversations on paper and, and through other means and projects, other modes, uh, we, we noticed that it has an impact in their perception of their capabilities and it, it bolsters those that, that confidence. So Nova Red came from, let's make that impact bigger. Uh, and we've had different programs in the past. Uh, we had, um, I'm gonna blank on the names, but I'm CompaCon, t- mm-hmm. CompaCon, uh, and, and I think uh, Mr. De La Cruz's- uh, X. Red-X. Red-X. Uh, so so we had programs like that in the past where, where every other semester we had something kind of big planned for our students to participate in, and that was always the, the goal, right? Um, and, and so we kind of really went back to the drawing board and we said, what can we create to make sure that our students feel that their work has impact? Because it will eventually have impact, right? Uh, and, and I don't mean eventually like... You know in four years once they graduate but as they go through their time at the university they, their ideas will change people will change with them uh, uh the community will change and, and they can be a part of that conversation instead of being bystanders or, or being dragged around by, by what's going on um and, and they become more active in their engagement so Ret is going to be a, a large uh, a relatively large event in which all of our 1302s uh, hopefully, all of our as, as many as, as many 1302s as we can get uh, will submit an abstract a, and a project to NovaRed. Uh, we will kind of filter those and figure out a schedule around live events and non live events. So, so, synchronous and asynchronous uh, projects, we will be hosting the asynchronous projects on novaRed.com, uh, and we will be hosting a two day live event where people can, from the community can jump in and watch students present these research projects that they've been working on all semester, um, including our 1301s who, who were, you know, in 1301, we're still kind of working on developing their own awareness of their skills. So when they watch these 1302 students who are just a mere semester ahead presenting all this amazing stuff, they get to go, oh, our stuff matters, right? And our 1302 students get an audience to go, oh, wow, we're having impact on somebody. Uh, And that feeling is something you can't replicate very easily. So, so NOVA Red is that opportunity for our students. At least that's what we're hoping for.
1: Yeah, so there will be a um, schedule on the NOVA Red website where we have the live events that will happen. We'll have panels, we'll have student-led presentations, Um, And then there will also be an area where there will be visual projects. So those are the asynchronous projects. So if a student, say, uh, creates an art piece, um, there will be images of it. And uh, if they create a podcast, there will be a link to it. If they create a video, there will be a link to that too. So it's just a little virtual space where the students show off what they have been creating in their English 1302 courses for this larger audience.
3: And to add to that, you know, maybe your audience is wondering like, what Nova read what what is in the name mm-hmm. and so you know most of the time when they when the students enter our classes they come with this idea that writing is just text you know it happens in alphabetic um characters and so for us you know uh, we, we would like the students to know those students are, are watching uh this podcast that um writing is more than that um you know that's what we call it nova nuevo um uh, new you know red, rhetoric you, so this idea of communication what makes communication and communication goes beyond just the orthographic tef- text but it also involves images, videos, audio. So that is part of what we want our students to learn in our writing classes. That um, um, writing broadly defined as we use it in our classes is beyond that. And also um, it requires language, Um, not necessarily only English, but also other languages. And so um, many of them in our, community are bilingual, right, Um, um, and not necessarily Spanish, although the majority of of bilingual students in the area are Spanish-English speakers, but, you know, once in a while, we also have other uh, athletes, and they have English, Finnish, or or some African language, and we also want them to understand that writing is not necessarily focusing on um, on English, but they write in their native languages as well when they reach out to their their, their um, communities and their families. So that's part of writing, and that's part of who we are as writers. Mm-hmm. So Nova Red wants to highlight those ideas um, and, and also the projects that our students um, do. So basically it's really for students, um, and so know that, that we think about you. <laughs>
4: And then um, part of the goal, too, going into it was to specifically highlight first-year college students, um, because we feel like they're an underrepresented voice in a lot of um, academic formats, like an academic conference like this one. So um, that's why we're taking, like, highlighting, um, you know, 1302 students as well, Um, and it um you know going back to the multi-form projects you know letting them know that hey there's a lot of research out there that's interested in visual rhetoric and you know other forms that like come off the page so it's not just you know we're not just doing this for fun but there's scholarship behind that and um if you're interested in you know joining that academic conversation you know your ideas will be you know validated in that um area of academia
0: That's great. I feel like uh, most of this. I was gonna say this earlier, but I feel like most of my memorable times uh, in like my 13 my 1301 and 1302 classes were those moments where we took things interactive and we had like a scavenger hunt at the library or i think we even have like hmm. a nova red thing where we presented in the lobby of the library like all of our works and stuff so like i don't remember anything else from like my other <laughs> courses i was taking but that stuff <laughs> yeah. I specifically remember like that's ingrained in me and it's going to stay with me for a while and um, for sure I feel like I wish more departments like did stuff like this not calling mm-hmm. anyone out but <laughs> yeah,
4: we definitely wanted to keep the best features of kind of like those past iterations like like what you're talking a lot about was like what we used to do in Complicon and yeah we feel like oh yeah I like that. that yeah so we feel like that a lot of those hands-on moments and those moments where students can you know have a voice and and have a research voice and and present it to others is, is really valuable and definitely carried over into this conference.
5: Yeah. I think those things made, made uh, my classes very fun and memorable too. Um, I remember in high school, I I didn't like my English classes so much uh, reading and writing, but um, yeah, I had class with Mr. Thomas De La Cruz and it was a really fun class. It was really cool.
2: Yeah. I was good. Gonna... Oh, go for it.
5: No, go go ahead. Uh
2: so so like 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 Charles mentioned, one of the things that we've learned is the amount of impact those moments have, and, and that's what we're looking for, right? Is to have moments with our students. You know, Jerry is mentioning uh, his experiences in thirteen oh one and thirteen oh two in those activities, right? And those those moments of interaction. Um and, and one thing that we definitely want to know Red to have is to feel like like an activity that that feels like interaction with a larger community, um, and, and we know that that there are power in these moments, and we we we've read quite a bit of literature that discusses how those moments have have impact, right? Because you can have the worst trip to Disney World that you that you've ever had, uh, like the plane ride was terrible. You know, everybody was coughing and sick. You know, post COVID, of course. Um, but then you, you, you get on a ride and you, you come home and and like after, after three or four days, you come home and you don't remember the bad stuff. You only remember the good stuff, right? Like, oh I don't remember the plane being that bad. Of course not. Right. Your brain is focused on, on those happy moments. So what we want to have with Nova Red is to have those moments that, that are ingrained in you that last. Um, and and one of the, one of the great things that, that we kind of base this, this, this activity on, or the symposium on. Is those moments where, our uh, our in class we'll have these large presentations where instead of having one person go up one at a time, we have like you know a, almost like a science fair style presentation, and, and oh, students okay. students are always so nervous. Like the days before, the <laughs> weeks before, they are so they're like, sir, I don't know if I'll be there. I was like, it's part of your you know I, I don't like to use the grade thing as, as a reason to stay, but you know it it works. Uh, but more importantly they come and then then they have this large event and they're they're interacting with people more than they thought they would and uh there's there's outside guests and by the end of it they're like sir we should have been doing that more often and it's like yeah so so we base nova red off of those those moments because like what we hope is that they have moments like jerry right where they could still look back a few years from now and go I don't remember much about my freshman year, but I remember Comic I remember Red X, I remember noble Red, and that's that's what we're shooting for.
3: So um, we won't tell and we won't tell uh, Tomas de la Cruz about you know what you just share with us. So I was <laughs> kind of good, a big head. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Um, I was going to ask, so it's open to all students in 1301, 1302?
1: 1301 will be the guests, so they will be able to go for sure. Um, The presenters, we're going to, I don't want to say limit, but we will um, keep it a 1302 space. um, It will happen every semester, so um, all 1301 students who are present now, they're going to take 1302 eventually, and so they'll get their chance to present as well. Um, and then uh, we want to make sure that this is a platform for freshman students, just like Charles mentioned. We feel like they're a population that might not get as many opportunities to do these kinds of things as uh, older students. So um, yeah, that's we're we're focusing more on English thirteen oh two students being the presenters, but everybody else is welcome to to join in on uh, as an audience member.
4: Oh, okay. And I think we do envision like maybe. A year or two down the road like kind of expanding who presents right we do we do right. want to do like multidiscipline um presentations from first-year students and even uh long-term would like a it to be like a transnational conference and like um hook up with like students from across the border to have that kind of like transnational community that wow. uh-huh. um that's able to present but that's our, but also, our future long term goal. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, and also you know for this year we're, it's open to the community. You know, it's we're gonna okay. showcase uh, the work of of uh, thirteen two students uh, in the classes, but the event is open for anyone. Um, we want to target 1301 or one students to be the audience, so they know what's what's coming for them. <laughs> so but uh but it's open also to the to the general public um i think it's important for our community outside the institution because of our first year experience you know many of the students um, are first generation in college and their families are not very aware what's going on at the university, <laughs> so yes. we want to also share with their families, so they can connect. It's just a click away to see what freshman students in their 10 2 classes are doing, and and to understand more about what is this thing called university, uh, at least in writing classes, right? Um, so it's open. Uh, it's open for anyone.
0: And I believe Nova Ret is gonna be uh, on the 21st and 22nd of April. So if you, I guess, is there a submission, is there like um, a deadline for submissions for 1302 students?
4: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me look at the the date to remind myself what that is.
1: I do know all projects need to be in by April sixteenth, the final versions. So that way we can have time to um, put everything up on the website as organized as possible, and uh, then we'll be ready to go by the twenty-first and the twenty-second. Um, I forget the date of the
3: abstracts. The, uh, uh, it's it's Friday, the, the April second. Oh yes. Okay. So you know, students in their t- enroll in their to 2 classes um, to submit just a basic paragraph describing their projects. So okay. that is the first step. So they just need to submit a paragraph. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that we are reaching out to our colleagues that are teaching their team too. So uh, to encourage their students, uh, but also to help them understand that a small paragraph, right? Uh, we call that in the academic world, abstract, but it's really a description of your project. Okay. so um, so that is what the students were asking them to do by April 2nd um and then that that gives us an idea like okay so all this project this is what we can uh, expect and then um, by April sixteenth, like Cindy said we would like to have either the recordings or you know their work you know already finished um so we can start um, uploading it or or creating or building it in the in the website and and in the live sessions
5: sounds good
0: yeah sounds um sounds fun and honestly like i feel like with COVID, it is sad that these events have to be a little virtual, but um, it's all about looking forward to the future and adapting. And this could also be a silver lining for, I don't know, for students that can attend a live session regardless of COVID. It's um, fantastic that you all already have developed an online S like infrastructure for the event. And um, I'm definitely looking forward to, um, I guess, the live events and things that happen on the uh, days of the actual conference.
5: We're very well,
2: excited. Yeah, <laughs> we're incredibly excited. We excited. We are, we want to say thank you to, to having us. I we really appreciate um, this podcast in general and, and being able to speak to to first year students who are, are you know jumping into this new experience and. I think one thing that they should know is is none of these projects are, or none of these things that we're doing are like sink or swim, right? We, we're, we're there to help you learn through these experiences and, and gain this experience uh, cooperatively. And, and we want to make sure that our students know that uh, no matter what you were told in high school, uh, your, your professors are here to help you succeed. And, and I hope that Becomes more clear as as they go along uh, through this experience. So, but but thank you, Jerry, and thank you, Gerson, for for having us. We really really
1: thank appreciate. you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah,
5: thank you for being here. I think it was very informative, and I'm looking forward to it as well.